We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The hottest next tape you'll find online. Next all day. We bleed blue and orange. This is Knicks Fan TV, your one-stop shop for the ultimate New York Knicks fan experience. News, rumors, debates, post-game live streams featuring live callers. Let's go Knicks, baby! And now, your host, CP, the NY Fanatic. Yo, what's good, everybody? Thursday night, Knicks off-season edition off-season live stream episode one. I heard there's some playoffs going on, Jay Ellis, but it's all about the Knicks. <laughs> so I heard there's some playoffs going on in your borough, but I'm not worried yeah. about those guys. Uh, I'm not worried about the chatter going on in Brooklyn. I'm worried about what's going on at MSG, man. How you feeling? Show up? Uh, supposedly, they had a good turnout over there, man. Supposedly, they had a good turnout over there, but, you know, all like... Right. A, Ticket, they had a ticket, a ticket giveaway. That, that's it, man. They they, they must have given away some free McDonald's or you know free <laughs> tickets or something. But uh, yeah, they got their hands full with Philly anyway, so not worried about them. How you feeling, bro? How's everything going, man? I'm good, man. Lost yeah. over here from work. Yeah. <laughs> Just to talk next with y'all, man. But I'm doing good, man. Doing very well. Factuals, factuals. How you man. doing, CP man? Yeah, I'm doing all right, man. You know, we we gotta come on and and check in every couple of days, catch up on Nick's news. This is the biggest off season of our Nick lives, of our Nick's fandom. Very important off season. So you know, I think it's only right if we get on, you know, catch up with the fans, uh, mm-hmm. have the fans call in with their opinions, their questions on any off season. This is the number one. Show for the fans, by the fans, on YouTube, on social media. Doesn't get any better than this. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. Knicks Fan TV, Nick of Time Show. You see Rome Data Takeover says, I enjoy every show. Appreciate it, Rome. This is what it's all about, man. It's for you guys, so definitely support us. Hit that thumbs up button. Hit that like button. Hit that share button. And make sure you subscribe to the channel. Gonna be a big year for us. So, um, JLS, let's jump right into it. Catch up on some news for the day, for the week actually. Um, it yeah. it looks like the Knicks wanted to start the off season off on their uh, PR tour. We saw what well, we heard Mills and Perry on the Michael K show. Yep, they went up there and and talked to Michael K, Peter Rosenberg, Donald Greca. 
about uh, the off season and and you know just answering some questions over the over the season. You know, I, I thought it was um, I thought it was a, a ho hum interview. I don't <laughs> really you know ho hum in, in that you know here, here's what they said and, and you know you let me know your take. And um, shout out to JB Nick's Film School for for breaking it down. Um, since they're sticking to the plan, mm-hmm. you know they're not going to sign the wrong players. This is what per- Mills says. They're not yep. going to sign the wrong players just because we have room and the fans have great expectations. They should have expectations that we make the right decisions. It gives us the opportunities to eventually explore trades and take guys into account. Yeah. So my take on that, JLs, I mean, it's just, you know, just reiterating the same. They're trying to instill confidence in the fan base that they're not going to bring you Vucevic and Jimmy Butler on a plate and say, here's our future. Why? What's wrong with Jimmy Butler and Vucevic? Nah, I'm not. I'm good on that, bro. <laughs> I'm good on that, bro. Sorry. That's the perfect maxes for us. What do you mean? That's not moving the needle for me, JLs, man. That's not going to get it done. That that's <laughs> no. not gonna get it done. So, listen, we have no choice but to take them at their word. I think they understand about the naysayers. You know, I I see a lot of Knicks fans, like especially on my IG, like you know, what makes you think it's gonna be any different? And I think that's the reason why they're coming out with these press conferences, man. Just to reiterate that they're not gonna blow the money on just you know mid tier guys. Yeah, Steve Mills in particular, he's been here through. Years and years and years of disappointment. He's been here through all the mistakes. So he, more than anybody else on the Knicks squad, knows what New York has been through and what the Knicks have been through. So he definitely came over there and kind of cleared that up. Like, you know, I've been here, I've been in the culture. So I know what the expectations are. I just want to clear them up. We're not going to do anything stupid. Yeah. I wonder if they are they on Twitter? I wonder if they're on Twitter. Mills is on Twitter. Mills is on Twitter. I definitely added him when the whole um when they were trying to figure out who to represent at the draft. I definitely threw our names in the hat. He didn't hit me back. <laughs> he didn't hit me back on that, but maybe next year for us. You know, I think so. this year they went with a little somebody a bit more important. You yeah. know. A little bit. Just just a, a little, little bit. bit. Just a Mitch. little bit. Yeah. <laughs> and and even just to just to divert to that, they mentioned that um it was Dolan's idea to bring Ewing in. Yeah, man. They do a PR for Dolan. PR for <laughs> Dolan continues after he tossed the fan from MSG. Exactly. They said, by, by the way, it was Jim Dolan's bright idea to bring the captain back for the lottery. You know, uh, Mills said he was trying to bring Perry there, but it was Dolan who, who intervened. That's crazy. That's pretty funny. That's yeah. like, oh, he's trying to reconnect with, with the legends. He's trying <laughs> to clean up that image. Factuals. Factuals, you know, but, you know, like you said, I mean, this could be even Mills just saying, like, through lesser words, like, listen, I'm learning from my mistakes. The Timmy contract was a bad one. The Noah contract was a bad one. And I'm not going to do this anymore. He says we, but he's probably saying me. That's what what Perry told him in the meeting. All right. Yeah. (laughs) Facts. That's what Perry told him in the meeting. Exactly. He just he was alone for two minutes with a pen, and he made those big decisions. Ron Baker. Here you go, Ron. Ron I believe Baker. in your potential, Ron. Here's I a good deal. No, we don't. <laughs> no, we don't. No, we don't, Steve. That's not a good idea, man. Ron Baker was not a good idea, man. So, you know, it's probably just him just, you know, uh, regretting some of the moves that he made and promising the fan base that, he, that he's not going to blow it this time. Yeah, man, and, and that's what we need to do right now. Man. That's what we need to do. We need to reassure the fan base, but also what I got from that from that um 
interview is that they seem to be confident that there are people out there who want to be with the Knicks, that perception has changed. Yes. And that we're no longer uh, seen as a bad apple. And right. I think the one big example he gave was um, DeAndre Dio. Who's DeAndre? Yeah. I forgot his so, name already. Right. So I'm, I'm kind of going through, JB kind of broke it down. So I'm kind of going through each one. He said, to, to your point, he said, they, they noted in exit interviews, every single player expressed a desire to return even for less money. They wanted to throw that out there, even for less money. Hmm. So I'm thinking it's one of two people. Mario or DJ. That there you go. I'm thinking <laughs> it's it's either Mario Hazonia because from Mario's mouth it seemed like he'll play for free. He's he's oh, crazy. Yeah. He's crazy like that. He's too. ready. He's ready. Man. Yeah, he's he's ready. He's he's crazy like that. Or or uh uh it could be DeAndre Jordan. What, what do you think? I'm hoping it's DeAndre Jordan. I'm yeah. Hoping. Yeah. I, it's I agree. Me. To me, I mean, logically, you would expect people who are 23, 24, 25, 26, 27 to go after their bag. Usually people who are, you know, 25, 26 don't really take big pay cuts to yeah. stay with the team. But in Mario's case, it just seems like he's just that dedicated to coming back. Like I, I can see him doing it too. But yeah, I'm very dedicated. Jordan, I'm I'm hoping it's Jordan too. Let's turn my light down a little. Bit. I'm hoping it's Jordan too. Uh, obviously, based on uh, having a veteran presence, I I feel like we need a good amount of big man depth. We don't know if Vonley is going to be back. We need a we need to help Mitch. I, mm-hmm. It's not Cornette. Cornette to me is just a shooter. He, he's not the big man that I want backing up Mitch. Um, let's, let's face it, DeAndre Jordan caught a heavy bag (laughs) in his last deal. You know, that boy got blessed. He good. He's good. (laughs) You know, I don't want to count nobody's pockets here, Jails, but I mean, come on, man. You you gotta, you gotta come, come back to earth, DeAndre. Come on, man. He's making $20 million this season, Jails. You know, a room exception, a a little pay cut couldn't hurt him. You know, he's not going to get anywhere near that money. To go anywhere else anyway, so nah, you know what nothing I'm near that. But um, yeah, he would have to take a, a tremendous pay cut too to be here. Absolutely, our cap situation. If we end up getting the two max free agents like we plan on getting, uh, absolutely. And um, you know, listen, we I gave him credit during our uh, postseason wrap up show roundtable with the Knicks Film School. Shout out JB and Macri. <laughs> Next film school. If you guys haven't seen it, I put a link up on your on your show notes at the top right hand corner. Click on that little eye icon, and it'll take you to the round table that me and JLs did with with the next film school over the weekend. But you know, we gave him credit by saying, "Listen, he could have easily asked for a buyout, like like West Matthews. He could have went the West Matthews route. He could have been playing in some meaningful mm-hmm. games. He chose to stick with the tank. He chose to stick with Mitch and work with Mitch and work with some of the young guys. So." You know, may, maybe it's a sign that he wants to stay. Who knows? Yo, it, even to to the West Matthews point, they even brought up something yeah. about West Matthews. They said West Matthews came here with like a little bit of a a guard up because he didn't know what to expect, and they said he was pleasantly surprised when he got here. So much so that he was worried about leaving next, even though he actually ended up leaving. 
but he actually was worried about leaving the Knicks because he liked the environment here so much. That's right. So that's that's saying something to about the culture here that he feels like, man, it's the what we're building here is kind of cool. Yeah. So. Yeah, I read that. You know, Wes was kind of regretful for leaving. I was like, "Yeah, I'm all right, Wes. We we we'll, we'll, we all right. We are we we're okay over here, Wes." But thanks. We need shooters. Yeah, we need shooters. We needed shooters. Even though he was not shooting when he got here. Nah, he wasn't shooting at all, man. But he was shooting. He was shooting when he was on the other team. That's for damn. Sure. Yeah, yeah. He was shooting as the opponent, and and he definitely shot the ball away in, in in game two last night. He definitely had a costly turnover, cost the Pacers a shot at tying the game against. Um, Against who did the Pacers play last night? I'm tripping. Pacers played in the playoffs. Oh, we both tripping. Celtics, Celtics, Celtics. Yeah, yeah threw the threw the game away. Um, threw the ball away in Boston, and uh, that was it for West Matthews on the Porzingis trade. Mills and Perry reiterated. Uh, listen, he didn't want to be here. They did what they had to do. They spent a lot of time preparing for the various scenarios. They had a template for what they wanted, and they felt like they got it. So, <laughs> you know, listen, time will tell who ends up winning that trade. Time will tell, but I'm with him, man. The kid didn't want to be here for whatever reason, whether it was passed or not passed. So, yeah, keep get moving. Yeah, man. Only six we recognize is Travis Ware. Yeah. <laughs> The only six we will recognize. Well, DeAndre six. Oh, yeah, DeAndre two. DeAndre. DeAndre's yeah, DeAndre I mean, double six. DeAndre. Yeah, DeAndre. DeAndre two. DeAndre and then Travis Ware. And then, yeah, that's where it stops. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, hey, listen. It, uh, like CP said, it was a proactive move. They had to do what they had to do. What else? They said um, they think the perception around the league is that people want to come here. Or they're, they're viewed in a much more positive light. One of the things Mills noted was that uh, some some prospect draft prospects didn't even want to work out for the team a couple years ago. Now it seems like they're more open to it. He did throw in the caveat that they didn't want to work out for him until he took charge. What? So, <laughs> a.k.a. Phil Jackson was a bum, yeah, is what yeah. Mills is saying there. Whew. That's crazy, man. That's yeah. another one. College, when you're so bad that college players don't want to even work out for you, and it's yeah. the Mecca, New York City, that the is reputation. horrible. Mm-hmm. That is horrible. I'm so glad that the, the, the perception is changing. We can actually have people excited to talk to us again. Because it just seems like Fizz brings that excitement right now. I can imagine how free agency is going to be. And I remember last season, even last season, it seems like a lot of the kids were excited to talk to Fizz. Yeah, uh, absolutely. He was winning people over. Uh, absolutely, man. So, listen, um, the the whole thing about all these, you know, these PR moves that they did, even from the beginning of the season, how they reached out to the, to the season ticket holders, they had all those private events. You know, you had Chalk Talk with Allen Houston. You had the Town Hall. You had all this, uh, that, and the third, the open practice, which they've had in the mm-hmm. past, but it's just more of an emphasis that they want to reinstill trust in the fan base. They want to let the fan base know that they're working diligently and working hard at really building this team back up from the ground. It's been a 20-year unsuccessful rebuild. And, you know, they're trying their hardest to to change perceptions. So that's why when people ask me, you know, why do you take them 
for their word this time. I, I think because for the last 20 years, we've seen how terrible it's been. And if they don't take note of that, then we, we got the wrong people from top to bottom in, in charge, you know? Yeah. yeah, they really seem to just kind of take heed to the history of this franchise and what right. they did wrong. And they really seem like they're really working hard to correct it. And, and, and they also seem like they just do their homework. Yeah. And the evidence, there's a lot of evidence from last season's draft that they do their homework, and I'm pretty sure they're going to do their homework this season as well, as they kind of already alluded to in that interview as well. It was like, we had scouts all year scouting the hell out of everybody, and they said, like, they, they had their eyes on people since last year about who to draft this season. So yeah, I, I think we'll be well prepared. Yeah, uh, well, sure, hope so. Last thing that they touched on was on Frank. Uh, th- I thought the Frank comment from Perry was a little bit interesting. He says that uh, I think the one thing that he, he wants to work on, that we want him to work on, is to continue to grow as a perimeter shooter, being able to make open three-point shots. That's where his game is headed, and I think he will attack the summer with a lot of vigor. But he also said, you know, he thought that once his team upgrades his talent, is when you'll truly see the, the difference that Frank can make on the team, mm-hmm. which is what I think, you know, a lot of the Frank stands or the, the, the team Frankers at would say to you is that you'll see yep. his, his value more uh, when, once his team upgrades in talent. And, you know, Perry also said, listen, the kid's only 19. You know, people want to kind 20, of, yep. he's only 20. People kind of want to write his story and establish him already. And it takes a little bit more time. Did you see that as a vote of confidence, or do you think they kind of spun it well? Um, they might believe it, but at the same time, they still have to make moves this offseason. Yeah, and they're not going to announce they're going to make moves this offseason. Right. But um, they, but um, what they're saying isn't false. Right. So I think everybody believes that here. I mean, well, not everybody, but I believe that here, and you might believe that as well. But um. At the same time, they also mentioned that they was thinking they was thinking about making trades this offseason too. So yeah, both can be true. Both can be true. Both can <laughs> be true. And and we spoke to JB in his um, mini cap breakdown during our round table. And you know, listen, there's four million dollars at stake here when it comes to Frank, whether he's here or not. And if you're talking about a dream scenario of bringing in two max players, you might need that money to to yeah. try to get a player that may be a bit more ready. To contribute right now, mm-hmm. you know, because the clocks change if you bring in that those pieces in. That four million might be DeAndre, yo. <laughs> yeah, could be if you're trying to keep ISO. Could come down to who you keep in between ISO, Frank, you know, maybe even Dotson. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. T Williams in the chat, so they're just trying to trade it, um, raise his trade value. Possible, but but talk isn't going to get you there, man. You nope. know, he, he's That's he's got to play, man. He's got to play. Let's go to the phone, JL. Julian's back. Wants to talk hey. about free agency. Julian, how you been, bro? I've been good, CP. How you doing? Good, man. What's right. going on, bro? I don't know. I'm just nervous about this summer, man. I really, I'm trying to believe, you know, Scott Perry at his word. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to try to do that for the rest of the time until July 1st. Mm-hmm. But just so nerve-wracking that like the next five to ten years of our franchise could be in- impacted so much by yeah. a couple of dates i mean we could we could really it's two paths it's two paths it's the red pill or the blue pill it's more of the same a slower a slower grind 
Oris. Back to excitement. Back to MSG. Back to the Mecca. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 exciting. It's it's exciting still, man. You know. I just like I just like that we have flexibility. That's what I'm really into with this regime. They've given us the you know the the luxury of like having a chance at these guys that we usually never have a chance at. And on top of that, we have the chance at getting you know a generational talent in Zion. So, you know, you can't go wrong on, unless you sign a guy like Boogie Cousins. So. I'm just proud of the way we've gotten here, and you know nobody's jumped ship in terms of the fan base. You know, because except for that one loser that went to L.A., he can't come back though. (laughs) Oh yeah, Max can go. Like, I don't even. I'm I'm not allowed to say that on the air. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) But seriously, this 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 whole notion that oh the Knicks, you know. We're we're this disgusting destination to be at. It's it's complete and, and utter bogus. And I like that you know Perry and Mills are coming out on the you know even though if it is the Michael K show, yeah. Um, and like saying you know we've we put in the hours. We're now a respectable organization, and that's what you got to be like. See, at least we're not incompetent. At least we're not doing a bad job. So yeah. now it's really just up to Rich Feynman and KD if they want to come over here, or Adam Silver if they want to, you know, throw us a bone and, <laughs> and give us the first pick. <laughs> that, that's that's, it, that's really all it is. That that's really all it is, so, man. So it's, that's basically what I got for y'all, man. Yeah. All right, Julie. Appreciate right. the call, man. Good to hear from you, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's all about the flexibility, J. Ellis, man. Yeah, man. They they seem to they made a case too. They were like, listen, we're not going to blow our money on these top tier agents. I mean, on these mid agents, if we don't get what we want, we're going to be responsible. Yeah. So they seem like they're parroting everything that the the spam base is saying. So hopefully they they stick to their word and we, we don't end up spending max money on we on anybody like on anybody man anybody not worthy (laughs) you see cousins went down i i knew cousins was never gonna make that big of a difference in golden state they already loaded it's one ball you can only have one ball just because cousins was there was never to me was never gonna upgrade him to any more superpower than they already were you, yeah, you know I mean, what I'm saying? To me, I always thought having Looney in there, Clooney, whatever his name is, was was a better better move because he doesn't need the ball to be effective. You know, he's a low usage play. He's a defensive stopper for that team. So you know, Cousins going down, um, and you know, obviously, I don't want to see nobody get injured, but definitely don't want him here anyway. Yeah, that one injury is looking rough. Yeah, Woo. it's looking looking rough. Look, I don't I don't know if it's the same uh, leg that he had the Achilles tear. You know, I don't know if, like, maybe he's overcompensating or just a fluke injury. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, me neither, man. For those of y'all who want to boogie cousins, I don't think there's a lot of y'all anyway. Yeah. I don't see that too much. No way. But, no uh, way, man. definitely should wipe your minds of that right now. Factuals, factuals. Shout out everybody in the chat. Hit that thumbs up button for you boys. How's everybody doing out there? John Talento, what's going on? Nix1904 was here early. 
Definitely waited through all the time delays. My fault on that. Crooklyn X was going on. CP the artist. Tariq G. Mike Morgan. We got Gladiator from PR. Puerto Rico stand up. Uh, if you guys are in the chat, rep your city, man. Throw your city in the chat. Let's see where you guys are checking in from. JL, so who you got in your chats, man? Yo, man, I got Yuska. He was in there early. First one. What up, man? Yuska, what's good? Yeah, Wilson. What's going on, Wilson? All right. Arsena. Right. Craig right. Williams, man. Staple over here. Be holding down the chat for me. Uh, Keith Sinclair. What's going on, Keith Sinclair? I see you, boy, out here. Yeah, Ricardo man. Custer. I see you out here, too, man. Shout out to my chat, Enzo. Uh, Stafford Don, what up, man? Stafford Don, what's good, brethren? <laughs> it's my boy Stafford from Florida, <laughs> repping Jamaica all day. All right, all right, all right. Yeah, man. Uh, let, let's see who, who we got in the chat, where everybody's checking in from. Oh, we got somebody from Honduras in here. Okay. Okay, we international out here, JL. So we got um, my boy Jay Twice, Inglewood, what's good? Shout out to Inglewood, California. That's my, my second home. Gary sings. He's checking in from North Korea. Gary, you wouldn't be on the. You wouldn't be watching YouTube if you was in North Korea right now. So, we know that that ain't true. Camario <laughs> Jarvis, Antigua, and Barbuda. Shout out Camario. That's dope. Bruce Thomas from Albany. Uh, who else we got in here? Brooklyn Bronx. Shout out Tariq G. Simmons Singh checking in from Arlington. Okay. Brooklyn in here heavy, JLC. You know that, man. Aye, that, aye, that's aye. your hood. Up, yeah, man. LA in here. My mo- my wifey's in here. Shout out LA. Um Jesse Cook from Australia. Shout out Jesse. What's going on? We got we got a lot of people from Australia in here, man. House aye. House Flan from uh Santa Clarita. We got House Santa Clarita in the building Cali in here heavy. So uh yeah, shout out everybody watching and, and shout out to everybody supporting for sure, man. Let's go sure. to uh, let's go to Cali, man. Let's go to JJ and Engel. What he wants to talk about Nick's management. JJ, what's going on, bro? What's going on? What's going on, CP? Hey, man, is, is, is this tampering, man? I see, I see KD highlights on the TV, man. Is nah, no, tampering? no tampering ever, man. Just... Wait till the summer, man. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to put those smooth transitions in when the callers want to talk about off season, man. You know, I, I got I got them all loaded up on the deck. I got rights to all these videos, and in case anybody's wondering, I got the rights to these highlights. So don't don't think this is the uh, pirate that. show here. <laughs> I hear that. I hear that, man. But I was just saying, man. I'm a Laker fan, man. 16 time champion, Laker Oof. fan, man. You guys are going through it right now, man. Before, pray, man. pray is up to the Lake Show. Yeah, we man. are. Yeah, man. We are. We are, man. But I'm just saying, man. If, if the summer doesn't pan out, I hope it does. Mm-hmm. But if it does not pan out the way I want it to, is this indicative of the management, or is it what is it? Is it the pressure? What is it? Uh, you want to take that, Jails? But the Knicks don't pay. I mean, this it's like um, I, it depends on what happens. Like a lot, like half of the season is dumb luck. You know what I mean? <laughs> half of the season is dumb luck, and the other half is what the free agents think of us. Yeah. It's like really, there is to me. As long, it's more fun to get Zion and KD and Kyrie. Right, that's the ultimate success to me, and for everybody else. But if that doesn't happen, as long as we don't spend a million, like trillions of dollars on like a fourth tier free agent, yeah, I mean, at least don't, we don't max a Moody or something like that. Then we're good. You know what I'm saying? Then we're good. It'll be a painful year. It'll be a, a slow rebuild. I'm just you know, keep adding 
marginal talent for not long-term um, contracts, but that would be the ideal if our season doesn't end up with a KD or a Kyrie or something like that. Yeah. I mean, I don't think it would be, uh, you know, an indictment on the management. Listen, free agency is a crapshoot. Guys mm-hmm. choose their destination based on, you know, a variety of, of factors. You know, LeBron's factor for going to the Lakers was to extend his brand into the, you know, into his retirement, set his family up, you know, have some stability. Obviously, he has his entertainment company out there with Mav Carter, Rich Paul and all of that. The representation company, uh, the the um, production company and stuff. So obviously the Lakers appeal to him. We don't know what KD's motivation is to come here, if it is any to come here. You know, some say that it's to, to start out on his own, to have his own team, to extend his business, um, you know, his, his investments and stuff out here. I don't really think that's that big of a deal, but some people think so. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, JL? So, you know, it, it, I, but I, again, if we don't get him, it, it is what it is. You know, if it is what it is. If I'm a player... And I'm looking at making fifty plus million dollars more by staying with my team. I'm probably gonna stay with that team, Jails. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably gonna stay with that team. But after you have, you know, after you have two hundred million dollars, what's fifty million? What's fifty million? I mean, you're right. But listen, Katie. Katie also said he he never got his full max bag like everybody else did. So. Could that be a factor? I don't know. You know, he's, yeah. he regardless, he's going to give Golden State an opportunity to keep him. And when he does that, they're going to throw all of them in the room. You know, Clay going to be there. Steph is going to be there. Yep. Who knows where Draymond going to be at? He might be salty. You know what I'm saying? They might have already kicked him out by the time they get to that meeting. Or he yeah. might do it over text. Or he might do it over text. <laughs> and you, you just don't know. <laughs> You just don't know. All right, I hear that, man. I appreciate appreciate y'all taking my call, man. Love the show as always, man. Rest in peace, Nipsey Hustle. Man. Rest in peace, Nip Hustle, man. man. You already know, bro. Appreciate the call, man. All right. Yeah. Let's go to Jimmy from the Bronx. He wants to talk all season. Jimmy, what's going on, man? Hey, yo, what up, man? How you feeling, bro? What up, man? Hello? Yep. Yo, what's up, yo? Chill, man. How you feeling, bro? Everything, everything good. Everything good. No, I, I hear everybody saying that Kevin Durant going to the Knicks. I don't think he's coming to the Knicks. Well, I, th- I, I think, I, I think, I think we will land probably a Kyrie Leonard or Jimmy Butler. I don't think Kevin Durant. It's, it's the me. Kevin Durant's the type of person he don't. He can't take criticism from the media. From the media, he was suicide. You know how hard is New York media on our players? He went literally suicide. Think about it. Like he cries all the time on the media. You think he's gonna come to New York? To 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 let's say let's say we don't make the playoffs with him, like LeBron when he went to LA. Yeah, he's gonna go, and the media's gonna get on him, and it's gonna be bad. He's gonna want to leave. He's gonna want to buy a cut. I don't know, man. I feel like I feel like we should get Kevin Durant. I feel like we should get we should go after Kyrie Leonard, Kimball Walker. We can't get Kimball Walker. We could get Scary Terry, and then. Add a Kyrie Leonard or, or, or Chris Middleton. You know, just a few pieces. We can't go crazy just spending all this money on one player. How, we don't even know if he really want to be here. He probably want to come for the money and to get his brand and, and, and to sell his brand. I don't know. That's how I feel. I feel like we should go for for Kyrie Leonard or just little pieces going to help us build for the future, you know? Okay. 
I pre- appreciate that's, the call, man. Go ahead, Jails. Now it's funny because I feel like out of KD and Kyrie, uh, Kyrie worries me more. Yeah, Kyrie <laughs> definitely worries me more in terms like, in terms of me. I think KD can handle the media fine. I don't, I don't think it's that big of an issue to be yeah, honest with you. To me, I feel like KD might beef with the fans. <laughs> before before the media, right? Yes, I feel like easy. I feel like KD. KD, KD, get ready to body slam a fan eventually, man. Yeah. he's coming close. K, I can see KD being a DM in that geese. He's he's coming close. Remember, he told that one fan on the baseline in Dallas. He said, "Shut the f up and watch the game." He's coming yeah. close. He's coming. He's coming close. close. He's gonna need some bodyguards or something. He's gonna need some buckets. Yeah, but yeah, I don't even think it's gonna be the media or KD. I think KD is gonna be the fans. If he has a bad like, I, and I think the fans will be light on him like, at least year one. <laughs> um, maybe towards that. No, 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 no. There's, nah, there's man. I'm t- yo, listen, man. As soon as soon if if they ever sign here, if we ever get those two max, but forget about it, Jails. We're gonna be so obnoxious and ignorant. It's gonna be crazy, man. Oh, it's gonna be crazy, yo, man. If we sign, yo, <laughs> it's gonna be crazy. I man. am, yo. I'm walking to the Barclays Center with a yeah. bullhorn. I'm telling you. <laughs> Screaming. Squad up on the nets. All, all that garbage up. talk. What's the score of that game, by the way? I don't know. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> Whatever. Who cares about those guys? Let's go to um, Brick City, Newark. Mustafa wants to talk about Kevin Knox, growth and development. Mustafa, how you feeling, bro? Hey, what's going on, guys? First, I want to tell y'all, I really appreciate y'all. I've been watching y'all the uh, last half of this season. Oh, really the whole season and uh, being in Atlanta, I don't really get a chance to chop it up with too many Knicks fans, so I'm so glad I found both of y'all's show. Oh, good, man. Um, Appreciate the support. want to say, um, like, straight up, people sleeping on Kevin Knox. I want to say this. I've been looking at Kevin Knox's number, and the boy looks terrible in, in a lot of aspects. Mm-hmm. Defense is bad. He's sporadic and all that stuff like that. But I compare his numbers and his growth to Jason Tatum in his first year. And mm-hmm. I can see him being that type of player in that second year. And I think a lot of players, people sleep on, it, it means something to play on a good team in a good system. Mm. And I look at a player like Chris Middleton. I think KD and anybody other than Chris Middleton coming to us in free agency is great. I don't think Chris Middleton is a great player. I think he's playing next to Giannis, which makes yeah. him look great at a lot of times. I agree. I, Kevin I Knox is him. not playing with anybody of any consistent caliber. So if you put Kevin Knox right now and go to State Warriors team, yeah, every 17 points a game, probably shoot 40% from three and a good high 46, 47% from the field. So I, I think we need to give him that opportunity to play mm. with a KD type player and then see what he is. Jails, young, and, and I take that same type of thing with somebody like Frank Nilakina, too. Even though I can give up on Frank Nilakina easy. Yo, Jails, you I mean, just I said, like he just I said, I, I would stay patient man. with Frank, even though I would get rid of him real quick. I was, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm Frank supporter, man. I, I'm staying patient. I'm staying more patient with, with Mario right now because I think Mario plays good. You take a point guard like Moutier out the equation and we get a point guard that wants to distribute the ball. A lot of players are a lot better. You know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, that's what I'm, I don't. I don't want no trade involving a uh, uh, Mitch if we get Mitch if we get the number one pick in the draft I can't see us going for AD not unless it's like Mitch and, and even Mitch and Zion straight up I don't want AD because Mitch and Zion is worth nine million That's nine million dollars for their production I wouldn't want to do that and AD come in for 30 to a million dollars 
Yeah. The only way I can see an AD trade right now is this third pick or, or worse. So just give me your opinion on that, man. Yeah. I really appreciate you guys. I'm always at work. I never get a chance to catch y'all live. Okay. So I'm glad I caught oh, okay. the show live. Well, you know appreciate we on y'all. um uh, the show is also in podcast format. So if you're not on it on on Spotify, we on Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, mm-hmm. Stitcher. If you got Amazon Alexa, so you can listen to it in audio format. If you mm-hmm. don't have access to your YouTube at work. Oh yeah, yeah, my job. I can't listen to nothing while I'm at work. Oh okay. <laughs> but, okay. But but I catch it every night when I get home. Y'all brothers help me get through the games that I missed. You know what I'm saying? When I come home and the game is over, I get to watch. I watch y'all before I even watch the highlights. I go to y'all and hear what y'all saying about the game. Appreciate so it, I man. Appreciate y'all. Appreciate it, man. Hold it, hold it down in ATL, right. Mustafa. Thanks a lot, man. JLs, what, what were you, what were your takes on on his Knox comments, man? Um, yeah, it's, it's early on Knox, like everybody's yeah. saying. Like, he's still 19. We don't really don't know what is what he's going to be. And you can really say that about anybody under a lot of rookies. Yeah, a lot of rookies. Unless anybody really under twenty four. <laughs> yeah, factuals. <laughs> like twenty four and a half and under. It's like you really, they, you you really don't know what they're going to be. Even Moutier, sometimes I, I feel like I'm so, I go back and forth. Like, am I being too hard on him? You know, because he's not you know that old yet too. But. Like, but he has certain points. Like, if Kevin Knox right now, especially the end of the season, Kevin Knox. Yeah. He finished strong. He finished strong. He finished but, um, strong. If there was a superstar next to Kevin Knox on the offensive end of the ball, mm-hmm. the way he was attacking the closeouts and shooting the three this season, he would definitely benefit from having, like, an actual focus. Point guard. On, yeah, as a point guard. Like, especially the way he was hitting that corner three. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah, I, I agree so, with that. So, yes, I agree with you. If KD was here next to Kevin Knox, I think Kevin Knox would look a lot better. Yeah, next to I agree. I, I also agree with his takes that, you know, he pointed to a guy like a Tatum, not com- not comparing Tatum and Knox, but just saying, like, a guy like a Tatum, he benefited so much from being in an established, well-established system, well-established yeah. team in Boston, well-coached team in Boston with Brad Stevens. Tatum was able to to go in there and really succeed and or fail, and it kind of, you know, slide under the radar because yeah. Kyrie was there, Horford was there, you know, you had Terry Rozier doing his thing, Marcus Smart, Jalen Brown was doing his thing. So Boston was kind of able to hide Tatum's flaws because he did dip a little bit mid-year, and in the playoffs mm-hmm. he wasn't that great. You know what I'm saying? But on this team, when Kevin Knox is starting every game and, yeah. you know, potential-wise, he, he's one of the best on the team from a potential standpoint, you want to see more out of him. You know? and Yeah. yeah. And, he, uh, you know, he had his peaks and valleys. Statistically, it was a nightmare, though, JLs. And, and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll bring that up in our, in our postseason awards when we get to it. But statistically, it was a nightmare. I'm just glad he kind of tried to rebound as the season um Finished. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I agree. His second take, though, CP, the AD, the Mitch. You wouldn't do a Mitch and Zion for AD. Jeez, mm, man. Yep. Oh, man. Ah. I go back and forth. I go back and forth, CP, because every time I think of man, not trading Mitch, man. I'm not trading Mitch, man. Next season, KD, Kyrie, AD. That's not a finals, though. It depends on what else you put in to get yo. You have to get rid of half the team just to still get AD, even with Zion at one. Yeah, it would I have know. to be Zion, Knox, 
DSJ, Frank, and and who knows? New Orleans will probably say, forget half those dudes, just give me Mitch. You have to make the salaries work. Yeah, got to make the salaries work for sure. CP <sighs> the artist says, I'm trading Mitch. John Talento says, no way I'm trading Mitch. Sammy Soso, nice name. He says, I, uh, we need a bench. <laughs> Nick's 1904 says, Mitch got two eyebrows. We good. <laughs> Mitch got two eyebrows. Yo. I'm not ready to trade Mitch, man. Oh, I feel like it's a mistake. I'm tired of trading our young prospects, JLs. We finally got something, a surprise, a pleasant surprise. I want to see this through. I want to build with Mitch. I don't want to trade Mitch, man. It was funny. We had the same kind of talk last, uh, before the trade deadline about, um, KP for AD. Yes, we did. Yeah, and I, I think I was, I think I was around the same lines. It's like KD, KP for AD. Eh, that might be the only person I would probably trade KP for. I'm not trying to trade Mitch, man. You guys are crazy. I get, CP, <laughs> I get what CP the artist is saying. Scared money don't make money. Dubs that's, Revo yeah, says. <laughs> Dubs Revo says. Mill. Cutie dream chasing. You know, listen, it's not a bad idea. It's not bad. But I just feel like, number one, Kyrie's an injury risk. Yeah. You're one injury away. AD is an injury risk. And I even feel like at some point, KD will be an injury risk sooner than later. He had that, that, that fifth metatarsal injury on his foot. He had a bone graft on that foot. He's seven feet tall, running around like that. Jails, it's a risk, man. He's got Katie got a lot of mileage on him, man. He got yeah, a lot of yeah. mileage. As much as I, as much as my 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 fantasy basketball brain would love to have these guys here, I like the the negative part of of being a Knicks fan is just always here. Like, what what's the worst that could happen? And I just feel like it, it could all be bad, man. I understand the hesitation, man. I understand the hesitation, but I also understand that team could be unbeatable. <laughs> team could be unbeatable, man. You know, somebody got to stop the Greek freak. Who's going to stop him? Somebody got to stop Giannis, man, because Giannis, Giannis is on a mission right now. I don't know if y'all have seen him. You see what Who's he did? Gonna, you got to pick your poison between Kyrie, Katie, and AD. <sighs> you got to pick one. Natty Solo says play play development is also a risk. Huh? I said uh somebody Natty Solo says play development is also a risk. Yeah. It's also a risk. You don't know what ceiling Mitch is gonna be. Well Mitch Yeah, you don't know. You don't, you don't. Well Zion be ever you get be as A D. You don't. You don't know. It's a gamble, man. It's all a gamble. But like I said, like I said, it goes back to what this front office was saying, right? Mm-hmm. Can can they Put that team together. Trade all the young pieces that it's going to take to bring in AD and say that they're not skipping steps. Isn't this just the same old same? We just get into a point where the cap is in order. We just get into a point where we get in a couple future assets in here. And to give up half of that to bring in AD after you go on this world tour talking about, you know, this is going to be a process. We're going to do this right. We're going to do this the right way. I don't know, Jails. I'm not sure. That's it's a, you it's know a, what it's it a is? huge You know game. what it is? Sustainability. You know why it's almost 
AD is young. I think that's what it really is. I think that's what it comes down to. Though. Yeah. I think that's what it comes down to. Like, people might look at it differently because AD is only, what, 25? Yes. So, it's not like back in the day when we were trading for somebody who was 29, 30. That's true. That's true, too. He's still in his prime. Heavy in his prime. He's in his prime. Like, he can be here for another 10 years. Okay. And, and your star is solidified, if, you know, technically, if you keep him happy. Yes. Okay. You sold meanwhile, me a little bit. He, meanwhile, Zion is, looks great. He can very well be a star, too. I'm not saying he won't be. <laughs> I probably can be a star, too. But there's question marks with those guys, is what I'm saying. Stressful, man. It's, it's a short thing, man. This is why we... I don't envy being a GM. Man. Yeah, that is. So, so <laughs> you, you see, you see magic. You see magic dip quick. He said, "Yeah, I, he was like, I ain't having it. I ain't here tomorrow." Nope. <laughs> broke, up, broke up with this girl over text message. Quickly, he said, "I'll be at the Starbucks if you need me." Exactly. Planning my next investments, and I'll come Word. to the game. I'll sit at the game. Yeah, st- I'm in your Starbucks tweeting. Let, let, let's <laughs> talk to Ari about this AD stuff. Ari, what's good, bro? Hey, what's going on, guys? How you doing? Chillin', chillin', man. How you feeling, bro? Yeah, uh, so, I mean, I listened to the show um, where you had the two other guys on where they were talking, where you guys were talking about, like, you know, the money's not going to add up. Like, even if you you get the number one pick, you're going to have to trade, like, the whole team to get AD. Yeah. So, uh, you know, that was very informative. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, honestly, you know, JLS makes a good point about, you know, you – He's 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 young, and that um, you know, even let's say we do get Durant, you know, when Durant will be retired, and we'll still have him in his like, getting into ready to be into his prime. But I still, honestly, I wouldn't trade. I would not trade the number one pick and Mitchell Robinson for AD because mm. you know, assuming I wouldn't trade for them for AD, for AD either way. Now the first reason, but I definitely wouldn't trade them for AD if they got Durant and Kyrie because. You know, I just if you're gonna pay Anthony Davis like that kind of money, and you're gonna give him a huge max spot like that, then you have to. You, you, his the only way to justify that I think is to have him have a high usage, and with Durant and Kyrie with the yeah. ball in their hands, yeah. that's that's he's another turn thing. Into, like, a glorified could be glor- the Chris Bosh. Yeah. he could be the Chris. Somebody's <laughs> yeah, got to be the Chris like, Bosh exa- on the basketball court. Exactly. Exactly. Exactly, because Kyrie's going to be dribbling, you know, KD's going to be, you know, shooting, and, like, it's going to leave him playing the Kevin Love role, and do you want to be, do you want to be, um, you know, paying, you know, super max money to a guy who's going to be playing this, like, the third wheel role, What even though point. he's probably, you know, even though he's better than Kyrie, he's not going to have the ball as much as Kyrie, right? That's so, I just don't I think mean, it makes it sense, and I think, I think, what did you say, JLs? Depends if he gives me a chip or not. <laughs> Depends. Yeah, and I think, if, he, I think, if he's I, playing the Kevin Love role and gives me a chip, hey. Great job. <laughs> Great job. <laughs> and, and guess what? Oh, wow. Uh, fantastic, KD, buddy. KD, KD, you hit you stubbed your toe for two games? Fan, fantastic, hey, buddy. Bosh, you, 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 you're the man now. Do what yeah, you do. <laughs> it's true. I mean, and, and I'll let you finish, sorry, but it's it's kind of similar to that Golden State point, yeah. even with Boogie. Like, Boogie wasn't going to make them that much better of a team. And That's I think, yeah, but right, I also, exactly. it, it is different, Jails, but it's not in that, you know, some of these guys on, on Golden State, Clay Thompson, 
uh, even step. They don't need the ball to be effective. You know what I'm saying? Those are high exactly. profile. Those are, you have two of the best shooters in the game. Where you could have, have the most extreme. <laughs> how, how, how you figure? Look, look at Golden State. Because Golden State was a 79 win team before Boogie came there. Listen, all right, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> like, like in, in, in all reality, like freaking KD <laughs> could, could technically be the AD in that situation because they already had freaking. Uh, Curry and um, Clay we'll see. Over. We'll see. I, I feel like they needed KD to stay to stay at a championship caliber. I felt like they needed him. You know what I mean? Yeah. I feel like they I, they needed him. That seventy that that record breaking team was that was a great team, one of the best in NBA history. But I also thought that that they were assembled well from from starters to bench. Their bench right. their bench could have had uh, guys starting good minutes. I would hold y'all would love if we actually did it like Miami, yo. Like if they came together, it was like we're just gonna take a little bit less so pay cuts, man. Out. Take the pay cuts. Because that's, that's that's really how why how things really become sustainable when somebody's like, I right, yep. I'm gonna shave off a few million. I'm because telling. then you're just gonna have you know, you're gonna have Luke Cornet and stuff like that. And, <laughs> that's that's the gamble. And maybe that is why you go for the A D. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. I wouldn't do AJ. Yeah. I just wouldn't. I, I don't. I don't think. I just don't think. It, I don't. I don't think. You know. I think first of all, with the number one pick, if we get Zion, I think Zion would be perfect next to Kevin Durant and Kyrie because he does not need the ball to to make a huge impact on the game. Mm-hmm. Him just like, you know, him just in transition on defense, switching, catching alley oops from Kyrie. Like mm-hmm. he would be. He would be perfect in in in. With, with, he would be perfect in that role. Right off the jump, the question with Zion is whether he could be the, like the franchise cornerstone player for a championship-winning team down the line. That's to yet to be determined. But he is he's perfect for like the third option on a championship-winning team the day he comes into the league. I think to be you know to be completely is, honest, and I think that yeah, Jails. You know what it is with Zion with me, and I'm still taking Zion number one mm-hmm. to be clear. Um, Zion, right now, power forward, 6'6", powerful, right? So, I'm still, I have a, I have a few questions how that's going to translate on the defensive end. Like, I, f- I feel like he's going to be a great help defender, one-on-one defender. I'm curious to see how that plays out. And I feel like Zion, he's going to have his window where he's going to be amazing because of his athleticism. You can't teach height. AD is going to be seven foot forever. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a fact, man. Which is why I'm like, I go, mm, I don't, I don't know. But that's all I have to say. Yeah. All right, and appreciate the call, Ari. I just we got a couple more calls in the queue. I, I don't want to keep people waiting too long. Will's up oh, next. Wants to talk about KD and and Kyrie slowing Zion's development. The counter. Argument to Jay Ellis. Oh, yep, yep. It's a good yep. segue, right, Jay Ellis? It's a good doing? segue. How y'all doing? Well, what's right. up, bro? <laughs> uh, I'm doing good. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? Good, man. You doing all right? All right, man. Listen, man. Number one, it's great to hear you guys' voices. Uh, the, the drought's been real. The season's over, but in a way, 
like in any other abusive relationship, you know, I still want more Nick. So I, <laughs> I, 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 I was out. sensing a need to have this show, man. I was sensing a need to have this show. We were, we were originally just going to record the postseason awards, but I was like, you know, let's, let's go live, man. I feel like yeah, people want to talk. I feel like people yeah, want to talk. Right. So, you know, Absolutely. I feel like going live. I'm getting mentally ready for May 14th. So, there we you know, go. There we I'm, go. I'm getting ready for that day. Yeah. But absolutely. But listen, man, I I, I look at you know, and I mean, I mean, I don't want to put so much. Listen, I'm at 95 percent that KD's coming, you know, and then damn near, you know, 75 for Kyrie. But you know, I really, whenever this happens, you know, like it or not, we got to compare it to LeBron James and all the young talent that they got over there in LA. You know, I think like I think two years ago, I was really looking at Ingram, but damn, man, he would have looked good in the next jersey and stuff like that. But then when you put superstars around these young dudes, sometimes you know it stunts their growth, or we're not seeing their best because you know it's like, why are you doing that? You know, get the ball to uh, LeBron, or I guess in this case, get the ball to Kyrie or KD. Mm-hmm. And what if we get a John Morant? We get a point guard like that, you know, that's, you know, that has to play behind Kyrie or something like that. So, you know, ultimately, it's like, does does the player development stop once Fisdale gets talent like KD and Kyrie? Or are we still going to try to make sure that Mitch gets his little outside shot, then eventually gets to the three? How many seasons does that take? Because I looked at this season, you know, whether, whatever Fisdale did or whatever, right? We can say that um, DeAndre Jordan's did numbers for his confidence and his growth. I think like he up his like his he up his um production and development like half a season mm-hmm. just bringing in a guy like that. Mm-hmm. But do you think that KD and Kyrie are the type of guys that will mentor young dudes? You know, take them underneath the wing, or yeah. you know, they too Hollywood for that. That's a, it's a good, it's a valid question. You know, that, yeah. so I just want to know how you feel about that. Go ahead and take that, Jails. Man. Uh, I have question marks about Kyrie. That's for damn sure. Um, I don't know how much he's going to guide a young point guard into the next level. I'm not sure how that's going to go. Um, KD, I don't know either. I really don't know. It's, yeah. But I feel like I feel like Knox would be so enamored with working with him that, and there's so like there's a few kind of you know similarities in their body type and stuff. I feel like he can not help but learn something from him. So uh, I guess to answer your question, I feel like KD might have a better chance of mentoring somebody like a Knox here more than a Kyrie of a DSJ or John Moran, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, to me, I don't, I don't know how much of mentoring they would do. I mean, I think as veterans, of course, you know, Katie, both of those guys would be championship players. Of of course, they're going to want to get everybody on the same page for the sake of winning. You have to, you know, in an 82 game season, you have to get everybody on the same page Um, on the court. I don't see how they would stymie anybody's production because you're automatically going to... A rising tide lifts all boats. You bring those two superstar players, it's automatically going to lift up the whole team. The pick and roll between Kyrie Irving and Mitch Jails is gonna yeah. would be one of the most unstoppable plays in the game. You would not be able to stop that. That would be automatic buckets. KD think- coming off the high screen and rolls. Oh, come on, man. That would be Buckets. Buckets. Especially you know, the system that they run now. I think they'd be tailor-made for that system. 
pass a fact. You know what it is? Though? I think yeah. what he's saying is, you know how like guys like Tatum, because you know what it is? There's a different kind of element over there in the Celtics land where there's other guys who want to be the guy here. I'm not sure if we really have that here. But um, guys like you, you really won't know if guys like Zion, Knox might want to be will be able to take over a game if they are here like that, taking over the game. But that's mm-hmm. okay. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's okay. okay. That's okay. That's because the attention that you heard Kevin Durant last night when he was breaking down, um, you you know, tr- trying to adjust with, with Beverly guarding him and stuff like that, and talking about you know I got one guy over here waiting me to put for, for me to put the ball on the floor, another guy here waiting me for me to put it up. He's talking about he he's drawing double and triple teams anytime you'll make a move. That's gonna automatically free up a Knox for that corner mm-hmm. three. It's gonna free up a Mitch. On the weak side, um, you know, Mitch and Kyrie in the pick and roll. I, you know, I, I think that would make the team a, a lot better for sure. It'll definitely make the team a lot better to me. I, I think so. Yeah, I don't think there's egos over here too, like like they're on the Celtics. I don't think right. it's gonna be that same situation. Yeah, I, I, I don't think so. I don't think so. I think it's a different situation with LeBron too because he's a different type of player. Yeah, I think he's a different type of player. You know he's what a I mean? Different type of- Different type of energy, man. He's, different he's, type of energy. He complains and points and mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> uh, absolutely, man. Let's go to appreciate the call, Will. Let's go to um, <laughs> let's go to Jose in the Bronx. Well, first off, let's check in with the chat. Shout out everybody in the chat once again. This is Knicks Fan TV, my man Jay Ellis from the Nick of Time Show. If this is your first time watching us, hit us with a hashtag new. Definitely appreciate everyone who's been supporting us all year. Definitely appreciate Mustafa calling in, letting letting us know we 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 got him through the season, JLs. Yeah, you know? we did. We made it. Yeah, man. Jack Isaacson, what's going on? Jack looks like a new watcher. Yeah, if you guys are new, just hit us with a hashtag new. We'll shout you guys out. This is the show where we talk about Knicks news, Knicks rumors, and we go live after every game. You hear from live callers after every game. Share their opinions on the team. We give you our opinions on the team. We've had some great guests. Over this, the course of this year, you heard Tommy Beer from Forbes Magazine. You guys didn't hear that interview. That was a great interview. We had um, Spencer Perlman from the Stepian. He's an NBA scout. We'll, we'll try to get Spencer back on after the lottery. JLs. We'll do our mock draft after the lottery. We got our guys from Knicks Film School on, part of the network. Jay Macri, JB. So it's only growing, man. It's, it's only getting better. And we'll have some better guests as well. As time uh, as time goes by. All right, all right. Shout out to Cody, man. I see you in here. Cody's in here. Well, it's good. I, I thought he forgot about us after that Isaiah Hicks fiasco, Jails. Yeah, man. He showed. He, yeah, I know he was hyped that Isaiah got in the game, but I don't know. Wasn't meant to be, man. Looks the, the Isaiah Hicks era is probably over, Cody. Sorry, man. Yeah. Bravo Dynasty says Pat Ewan got us. I hope so. I hope he brings us some luck, man. The seven-foot rabbit's foot, man. Yeah. TM <laughs> says we got to get Han Solo. We'll try. That, that's oh, one of the Let's talks, go, Han. <laughs> we'll try to get Han Solo in here. Ray Robinson. Salute Ray Robinson in here. He's new. Z Cypher. Shout out to Z. I ain't. Remington Persimar says not new. I don't really remember him in, in, in any chats, but shout out Remington anyway. Wavy. All what's right. going on, Wavy? Shout out to Wavy and, and Jack right. as well, man. What's going on, Chipper? Yes, sir. 
All right, let's let's get to these um couple more calls and then let, let's hit these uh these postseason awards real quick, JLs. Jose in the Bronx up next wants to talk off season. Jose, how you feeling, bro? How's it going, CP? How's it going, JLs? Chill, man. How you oh, feeling, bro? Man. Good, good. I think um what you were talking about before. I think both pills are good. The blue pill or the red pill. Um, <laughs> I think the the blue pill um is like you know staying with the kids, going young. Uh, we, we get Zion or we get, you know, hopefully we get a top three pick, which we have 40% chance of, or, uh, if we get that four or five, which we have a 60% chance of getting, mm-hmm. um, I definitely want to stay in that top three. Uh, but like that lineup still looks good. Um, all those guys are going to be one year older. They're going to be working out in the summer, uh, working on the game, summer league. Uh, so I don't mind going with the blue pill and going young, but also I don't mind the red pill and, and having Kyrie. And um, and Kevin Durant come, I think both options are great. Obviously, the the red pill, most of the starters are going to be um, like our veterans. Like you know, we, we could probably woo like a Trevor Ariza, uh, probably get DeAndre Jordan back, and then keep our young guys as reserves, guys who were starters last year, make them reserves. I I think that'll be uh, an awesome team to have. You have both young and and the the veterans. Or just have a completely young team and continue building it through the draft. What do you guys think? Yeah, I think that's that's not a bad idea. Um, you know, JL has mentioned it early in the show about the flexibility, man. One thing this year is that you have your flexibility. Even you know what what the the issue was with with Stat and Mello when they brought them together was number one they didn't fit, but number two, you traded half your team for Mello. You had no good assets in the pipeline. Except for KD, which came KP, which came much later after Stat. Uh, yeah. the, obviously, the injury history, but you just didn't have that flexibility. Everything was like fitting around a, 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 a round peg in a square hole. You know what I'm saying, JLs? This time, at least you have your young guys. Your young guys went through a full NBA season. You know those guys can then shift to more role players. You know and and continue their development and, and let these bigger guys shine. So, you know, you can still balance the team with old and new, but just adding some superstars to that mix. That that'd be a nice combo, man. Where I'm with it. And but that'd be a nice combo for sure. Oh. Uh what what else you got, Jose? That's it? And also Uh and also you could add um like if, if we don't get anybody in free agency, right? Mm-hmm. You could also Keep acquiring first-round picks, helping other teams acquire uh, free agents. Right. Uh, getting expiring contracts and first-round picks, just voting up on picks. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. It's true, man. Go All goes back to the flexibility, man, and, and appreciate the call. All goes back to that flexibility, Jails. Yep, that's why, that's why it's nice to have. Nice to have, man. Options. Options, Options. baby. Options. Um, let's go to Nate from Rochester. He wants to talk about DSJ's future. Nate, how you feeling, bro? I'm good, guys. What up? How's it going, man? I'm chilling. Uh, yeah, real quick. Um, mm-hmm. I know, like, there's a lot of like question marks with like how we're going in the off season. There's mm-hmm. so many ways where we can go. But um, I feel like the biggest one really is like DSJ because no matter which way you kind of slice it, it's kind of like, all right, what do we do with him? Because like, if we go the free agent route. With uh, KD and uh, Kyrie, we might have to like trade him for cap space, or like, do we want him back him, like backing up Kyrie? You know what I mean? Because I think we can get the most assets with him there. Or like, if we want to build him with like the young guys, 
like I think it's like where it is. Like I don't think like he's a great future piece, and like this is mainly because of his back. Because like the back injuries at like twenty one kind of scary. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, he like, has, he has been injury prone early. Yeah, and then also with like his shooting, like like a slashing kind of point guard. Like that's not really like the the way the league is trending. So like I just kind of want your opinions on like like you know where do we really go with him? Because like. Honestly, I I think he's talented, but it's like, yeah, it's like there's nothing I can really think of. Honestly, it's a good question, Jay Ellis, because with DSJ, it's like number one, he's been on the second team in in as many years. If you get Kyrie here, if you get Kemba here, you try to trade DSJ. What would you really get for him? What do you think you could really get for him? I don't know. It didn't really seem like the trade market was that heavy for him. I don't know, man. Like that's know. that's the enigma of this season. There's a lot of different. You can literally go like 300 different ways. Yeah. In the summer, you don't know because there's a lot of question marks with Frank, with Moutier, with DSJ, and with the draft. Like one thing can offset something else. You know what right. I'm saying? Like right. we get John Morant. Um, you get John Morant, then maybe you can see us trying to flip either one or the other, Ja or DSJ for, you know, a shooter or an athletic power forward or something like that. Um, if you get Kyrie, I don't know. You can, see, you can still see, you know, Fizz has a hard on for Moutier. So you can see him trying to still flip them and sign Moutier to a, co- a cheaper contract because he might get something cheaper. I don't know. Yeah. And, like, you can go a million different ways. Or maybe just keep DSJ as a backup and hope he gets a jump shot. Right. It's, it's a difficult, difficult question. Like, uh, Go ahead, Nate. Yeah, and, like, my thing is, like, the thing is, like, with DSJ, I think there's some trade value there. And, like, that's why I think, like, we could, like, explore trading him. What do you, think, what do you, think, is, like, what do you think you could get like, for him? Because I'm not too sure. What do you think you could get for him? I think, like, it's possible we can get, like, a mid-first rounder. You know what I mean? Or, like, a, if we're going the free agent route, we can get, like, a solid veteran. But, like, with, like, Frank and Moody, like, they just kind of – like, they're not that good. Yeah. Like, they have no value. Like, we're not going to net anything with Frank, really. No, you, so, I like, don't think you If anything, anything, we'd have to, like, take on salary for him. And, like, I love Frank, but, like, <laughs> yeah. like that's yeah. just what it is right now. So. I, don't, I don't think you're getting anything for <laughs> so, Frank, like, to be honest, man. Like, that's why I think, like, DSJ is, like, the more attractive trade option. But, uh, yeah, that's all I got. I was yeah. just, like, curious about that. Okay. Good good calls as usual, Nate. Appreciate it, man. Mm-hmm. Cody says, we have, you think we can't go the, the Phoenix model of just slow rebuild? I mean, it'd be painful for the fans, but it'll it would be, be painful, man. To do. It'll be tough. Listen, I mean, if we have to do it, we have to do it. You know, you heard Jose yeah. say he'd take either pill, the red or the blues. I would do that also. If we got to do what we got to do, just means um, more shows for us. <laughs> yeah, and to be honest, I feel like I, I'm a I'm more confident in our staff than the Phoenix staff. The Phoenix staff, is yeah, staff. yeah. Like I don't think it'll be as bad as Phoenix. If New York did it that way, right, right. A little, this this staff anyway, the one we have right now is a little more competent, I think. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not that I wouldn't want to see DSJ here or even build with him as a backup plan. You know, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if we were to expedite things and bring in, if they do really intend to sign Kyrie Irving, Kemba Walker, you got to figure out what you're gonna do with him. You know yeah. what I mean? Do you still try to keep him here? Is he more of a two guard? I don't, you no, know, he's not a two guard. Yeah, well, with that shooting, no. But 
can nope. he can he run an offense as well as you really want him as efficiently as you want him to? I think some nights he showed he could, and other yeah. nights not so much. So you know, still a young guy trying to figure it out. Yeah, still a young guy trying to figure it out, JLS. Yeah, like he had a triple double against us. So yeah, <laughs> he did, and then we got him. You know, we and then we, we got and him. Then we got him, and then we, I mean, and like I said before, for him to get high assist numbers, uh, Knicks have to make shots. It's like that's true. So, that's true. I keep harping on that when it comes to John Morant. You got to make him look good. You got to make you got to make him look good. Got to make him look good. A lot of good. times, that's true. Broke down the defense, got us an open shot, and then clank, clank, and then he look at him. He's he only has five assists. Well, that's because the Knicks missed uh, eight open shots. Good point. <laughs> good, good point. Good point. In, in all fairness, good, good point, man. So um so so let's get to our postseason awards, JLS. Yeah, we were seventeen and sixty-five, but you know what? There were still some awards to be had, including the new tank commander of the year award. Shout out to the Shells for bestowing that award on the show. Vote now in the chat. We're gonna we're gonna give you the chat results in the top right hand corner. You're gonna see the lowercase I for everybody in the YouTube chat. Click on it and vote for your tank commander of the year. Who was the tank commander <laughs> of the year? Jay Ellis, when we first did this in the preseason, man, we did this October 17th. Yeah. Boy, were we off on these things, man. We we were off, man. Yeah. So so let's let's start with uh I have one right thing. I have one right thing. Okay. Rookie <laughs> of the rookie of the year, we both and I didn't have enough time to pull the lookbacks, but um when I re when I repurpose this show, I'll have the lookbacks. But rookie of the year, we both said Kevin Knox. Mm-hmm. Have you changed your mind? I obviously I've changed my mind. My yes. my change is Mitch. My yes, guy is Mitch, Mitch. Mitch. Yeah, it's easily. Obviously Mitch. Mitch. It easily obviously. Mitch. But it's so funny that we we didn't even give him a thought. We didn't give any him or I saw thought. We we thought it was Knox who yeah. would have been the rookie of the year on this team easily. Summer league rookie of the year. Facts. That's what it was. He was killing some of Absolutely. So so rookie of the year, we were all for definitely going Knox. Defensive player of the year. We both said it's definitely gonna be Frank. <laughs> but we said but we said it could be Mitch, a little bit of Mitch, later on in the season. We did say that. Okay, all right. So we so weren't all We off. weren't all the way off. We weren't all off. We weren't, all, we weren't terribly off. But we weren't terribly off, and Frank was injured. The so fra- right? Yeah, the fra- <laughs> he said Frank was injured. I don't, I don't even think a healthy Frank would have gotten us there, man. But um, uh, so we said. Yeah, the defensive stop, um, yeah. Stand. Oh, yes. yeah we, we said Frank for defensive player of the year. Six men. You said ISO. I said trigger tray for the six man. Have you changed? Have you changed your mind on that? Nope. <laughs> yeah, me neither. Me, me. Well, no, I have. Obviously, Trey's not yeah, here. Trigger Trey's not even here. Trey, so, yeah. Trey's not even here. So, good job on that one. Picking ISO. I mean, I think ISO is. You know, ISO is definitely my six man of the year as well. I, I think he had an overall good year. ISO. You know, had yeah, a, had a couple, couple, um, you know, in nagging injuries that that definitely didn't didn't sit well with him. Um, and I think when he came back from either the calf or the hamstring, I thought that um, hampered him a bit. You know, he was slow to kind of come back. You yeah. know, but I I thought ISO was good for us, man. 
Yeah, he did. He came, when he came back, I feel like he, he learned some new tricks. I felt like when he got back, he first of all, he was driving left. Yes. And I feel like he was passing to the corner a little bit more. I feel like he was expanding this game, man. I liked what he was doing when um, he came back. And I like that the coach didn't keep him just trying to be a point guard. Let him be the scorer. Let him do his thing. I, I agree, man. And uh, I so finished shooting 44% from the field. 40% from three, 39.4 to be exact, 80% free throw shooting. Yo, that's what I I always have that question mark on ISO because people keep saying that he he's just going to be a bench player. And I don't know if that's completely true, man. Like, I don't know if you can shoot uh, 40% from three, 44% from the field in your rookie year. And not even think that he can be a possible all-star. Like, yeah. those numbers are pretty damn good. Right. Right. I, I, I agree with you there, man. I agree. I don't know. You know, t- time will tell. I think he, he's got to get his assist numbers up. Yeah. Definitely got to get his assist numbers up there. Yeah, yeah. he was a little bit of tunnel vision. How about the report from Berman that... Um, that ISO wasn't liked on the team. Did you buy into any of that? I didn't think I didn't buy into any of that, man. Liked on the team? I don't know. Man. I didn't like, buy into that, man. I don't know how. Like, I, I feel like there was some annoyances that happened, but that's like that's the season. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Right. That, seems, that just seems to happen every season. I don't know. I'm not there, but I don't think it got. Into, I don't know if it got to like a certain level where. Like it was like I'm not. Spe- I don't think it was. I got there. I don't. I don't. I don't imagine it got there. Maybe a spat because you didn't pass me the ball. Right. Right. <laughs> I yeah. That's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it was more. Um, you know, frustrations maybe with him at some time. But I couldn't see. First off, the the whole report that you know he was the last player picked in the scrimmage. I mean, who the hell are you picking over him? You know what I'm saying? He's, he was one of the best players on the team. What do you, what do you, yeah. what do you want to tell me? Like, nah, I don't, I don't believe that. He yeah, has a rookie. Yeah, he was definitely one of the shining stars. I, I don't believe that. And it, you want to tell me that an, that an anonymous NBA executive is going to be sitting at a Knicks practice watching the scrimmages and saying, yeah, ISO got picked last because the vets don't like him? So that's either a mole within the organization or complete fabrication from Berman. I don't believe it. Mm. I don't believe it because it wouldn't be who who on another team would be sitting in the Knicks practice saying this is what's going on. Let's ask Berman. What's the source? Well, yeah, what's the source? <laughs> we let's let's get Berman out here. Let's get Berman <laughs> out here. Ask him what's the source. But yeah, that was the report. Another uh, says that another says uh, players would choose which sides would pick up games before or after practice. He was often the one that was last chosen. The Knicks players wanted to play with guys who passed to the open man. Give me a break. And I, I think I'm, I'm pulling up your Instagram post. I even put that with BS and ISO liked the comment. Yeah. So clear, clearly he agrees. <laughs> Shout out to ISO. Yeah, yeah, he actually liked my comment that said he was gonna be fine. He's he's showing some promise towards him. Yeah, that one too. Yeah, I mean, listen, these these kids aren't gonna be perfect, man. Yeah, man, you can't expect that. And I was even saying in the post, like a lot a lot of guys who were scorers 
in in general, finding your spots, figuring out when you're going to pass, when you're going to shoot is one of the things that takes time in the NBA, especially if a guy can get off your own shot when you want to. Right. Like as much as a chucker as he is, and I actually even said this on, I had like a, a show last year talking about the March Madness. We had a, me me had a March Madness show last year and we looked at his percentages and it was like he's a, it was saying the same thing that he he doesn't pass enough. And look at his percentages. I was like, yo, these percentages are kind of high for someone who doesn't pass enough. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. so, it's tweaks, man. All he has to do is make some tweaks to his game. He's he's close. He's there. He'll be alright. Yeah, I'm not worried, I'm not worried about ISO at all. Uh, I think he'll be fine, man. I, I think yeah. you gotta like his killer instinct that he came in with. Came in with that undrafted chip on his shoulder, and he tried to kill as soon as possible. He tried to kill, bashed on the Hawks, shattered yeah. dreams, man. It's just, it just. Um, only thing I'm worried about right now is injury. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Injury, but I think overall, you know, next year I think if he, if he works on his passing, if he works on his defense, I I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I think so too, man. I think so too. And based based off what I saw when he came back last year, um, towards the end of the season, when he was passing more, he was going left, he was shooting threes quicker. Like it seems like he was taking the notes and applying them. So that's why I say I'm not really worried about it. Yeah, seems like he was listening to the show. Seems like he was listening <laughs> to the show. So, um, yeah. It could, be, it could be Fizz or Post Game Live or a combination. A- absolutely, man. So that <laughs> so that was ISO. So you get you you hit it on the head. ISO was a six-man, definitely. Um, and I said Trey Burke. I was wrong. Who you guys think in the chat was a six-man? I mean, the Fizzdale was, was rotating the, the lineup so much. <laughs> it's hard to even pick a guy. But I think ISO, for the most part, was the most consistent. Off the CP bench. The artist says you're welcome, Jalen. Yeah, see, you know, CP, he, he's he's not an ISO fan. He's not a Dotson fan. If that's one thing about him, he he's he, a, he sticks he's to bugging. it. He sticks to it. Dotson and ISO are nice. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, um, who else? Okay, most improved. You said Frank was going to be your most improved in the preseason yeah. predictions. Yeah, I took that out. I said it was going to be Dot. Who is your most improved player, Jay Ellis? Who's your most improved player in the chat? Leave a comment. Go ahead. I think I said dot. You said dot in the preseason. Hmm. Oh, I said I said dot in the preseason. No, I'm sorry. You said Frank in the preseason. You said, said Frank, Frank in the preseason. preseason. Yeah. Right. I said Frank in the preseason. So, so who who's your guy? It's gonna be it's going to be dot. I was going back and forth between dot and Vonley actually. Okay. But um, I only really chose that because um, he was more healthy towards for the whole year. Mm-hmm. So I had more to, to look after. And honestly, I kind of felt like I almost didn't give it to him because because my mind I expected it from him. You know, what I mean? Ex- expected excellence. I expected it. I ex- I expected him to get more minutes and then show out. I just I, I I just do. I don't know why I did, but I just do. But I didn't expect that from Von Lay, so I almost gave it to Von Lay. But he wasn't he wasn't healthy enough, so I gave it to Dot. Okay. Okay. Um I'm gonna disagree with you here, man. Okay. And some people in the chat might leave. They might bail on the oh, show, I man. I know where you're going. I know I where mean, you're going. I know where you're listen, going. Listen. 
I know where you're going. Listen, be, we got to be fair. We got to be right. fair here. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. The, I know. We got to be fair. I know. <laughs> the most improved player on the team, for better or Mood. worse, was Emmanuel Moutier. Mood. That's, that's just it, Emmanuel Moutier. Statistically, his best year of the season, his, his best season of his career. Uh, next to his rookie season. <laughs> I mean, listen, you gotta give credit where credit is due, people. He finished he he finished he finished with a good year, man. Finished 14 points a game. Three dimes, three assists, four assists, damn near. Uh shooting 44, 45% from the field. You know, listen, some nights he, he was the hero, some nights he was the GOAT. I thought he <laughs> Keith Sinclair says I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> GC says that's just how awful our team was. Hey, it was Moutier. Moutier was the most improved player on the team. Somebody <laughs> sent me a super chat said, don't say Mario. <laughs> they sent the super chat. That was Robert Parrish. He said, Don't say don't say Mario. Hey, it was Moutier. But he was the he was the most improved out of a bad season, man. Can't argue against it, Jails. He did um let's see. Yeah, his, his points did improve. Everything, I, th- I think, across the board. If we, if I pull up his, his shooting, stats, his shooting, well, his shooting percentage was pretty bad last season, so it had to improve. Yeah, yeah, his improved. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think these were That's all fair. career highs. And fair. I actually think he was on a list. Mm-hmm. He was on like an honorable mention list for most improved player. I forgot which list that was. Something I read like a couple of weeks ago. Okay. He was on the honorable mention list. I think him and Von Lee were on the honorable mention list. Honorable mention list as most improved player. Okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, man. If you got to be fair, you got to be fair. I, I thought, you know, I thought Dotson was Dotson could have gotten got could have gotten the award. I thought Dotson could have gotten the award, but I thought Moutier, um, the improvement statistically. Yes, he wasn't the best player on the team, but I thought he was the most improved. I thought he was the most improved. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, let's see what people in the chat say if, if they're still with us. Shout out everybody in the chat, man. Give us a thumbs up if you thought Moutier was the uh, most improved. Let's see some chat sentiments on Moutier. Let's see if they're being nice to him today, JLs. <laughs> no way. <laughs> uh, Yo, see. the who, the tank commander question, I've been scratching my head on this. Oh, one. oh, I, I got one for you guys on the tank I've commander. I've been scratching my head all day on this one. Uh, the shooter says mood is empty stats king. Uh, Natty says most approved is Mitch from beginning to end. Beginning of the season to end of the season. Most, tri- <laughs> most trips on the court one. award. Moody hands down from Knicks 1904. <laughs> Yo. I think I have more people coming into my chat ever since you announced that movie. They, 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 they exiled. <laughs> are y'all switching chats? Or there, there was a mass exodus on the Moody comment. <laughs> mass exodus on the Moody comment, man. I mean, listen, I, I, I just got to be honest, man. I, I just got to be honest. Somebody said Cornet. Right, so Luke um, running up. He didn't really get that much minutes last year, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was I, he crossed my mind too, but yeah, you're right. Like, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Okay. I can't. I can't disagree with it. Yeah. <laughs> right. 
So we did we did most improved. We did defensive player. We did rookie of the year. We did six man. MVP was interesting. MVP was MVP. interesting, J. Ellis. Oh, uh, I got I got Mitch on. Because your pick was Trey Burke. Oh yeah. My pick was Trey Burke. And my pick, regretfully so, was Ennis Cantor. Yeah. So, boy, were we wrong on both. <laughs> boy, were we wrong on both. But listen, Cantor, if Cantor would have stayed, Cantor would have definitely gotten it. I think if he would have stayed, he would have gotten it. If he would have stayed and played the same amount. Stayed and played. Stayed and played, uh, he, I think he would have gotten it. Yeah, I, I think he would. Trey took a step back this season. Yeah, he did. So, um, so yeah, my 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 MVPs, Mitch. My MVPs, mm-hmm. Mitch. Definitely, um, Mitch. The numbers just speak for themselves. Outstanding year for Mitch. We had no idea where this was going to come from, JLS. Mm-hmm. Outstanding, outstanding. Hundred and sixty-one total blocks, which was the Knicks' rookie record. Mm-hmm. Finished averaging two and a half blocks, which is second in the NBA, I believe to Miles Turner. Twenty nine consecutive games with two plus blocks. Yeah. Longest streak by a rookie in NBA history. Thirty eight consecutive games with one block, which is another Knicks rookie record. It's Mitch. Mitch was the yeah. reason that we could even tolerate watching this team in the second half of the season, man. Pretty much, man. He was the reason I turned in. <laughs> a- absolutely. So Mitch was definitely that dude, man. Mitch was the MVP, hands down. Hands down. Yep. Definitely. From the defense to the improved rebounding numbers to yep. his leadership to the way he just competed on a night-to-night basis, mm-hmm. regardless if we were winning or losing. Uh, Mitch just showed that he is the man. He's going to be the man. And he's – I can't wait to see how he develops, man. He's, that's that's real. We got, yeah. we got that big right. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, man, number 36 in the draft is definitely Mitch, man. Mitch was the MVP. What do you guys think in the chat? Gabriel Garcia says this chat is the MVP. This, this chat is the MVP. <laughs> Shout out to Gabriel. Um, yeah, MVP all, all across the board on the chat. Everybody says Mitch. Everybody says Mitch. That one was easy. All right, yeah. so let's go to the tank commander. Let's go to the tank commander, Jay Ellis. Oh, man. Let's see. Um, let me go jump out here and see if I could pull it up. Uh, hang on one second. Bear with me, people. This one is hard, though. I still don't know who I'm picking. Nah, nah. Hmm. Nah, I know. I think I know who I'm picking. Uh, Actually, hang on. I know. All right, let's see if I can pick it up. Can I pick it up or do I have to be... Uh... Hang on. Let's see. <clears throat> what do you guys think in the chat, man? Who is your tank commander of the season? Who's it going to be? Vote in the chat in the top right-hand side of the screen. I'll tell you right now, JLs. The chat has voted. My chat has voted for Emmanuel Moutier. Really? Moutier has been voted. That's funny. I think that's a mutiny. Yeah, I think they were just tired of my my most improved comments, so they yeah, they bailed on. Yeah, I think that was a blowback. They bailed on. <laughs> so the chat voted for Moutier as the tank commander. 
Uh, J. Ellis, what do you say, man? Who's your pick? Are you able to check yours? All you got to do, you got to jump out to like, like you're a regular viewer of your video. Like if you're, if you're in your, oh, da- I have to go to like a regular YouTube. Are you, where are you in right now? Are you in your YouTube dashboard? Yeah, I'm in my dashboard. So look on the bottom right and go to view on watch page on the bottom right. If you view it on your watch page and then you go to your poll and vote like a regular person. Then you'll see the results. So my chat says it's it's Moutier. L. Marshall says Moutier first. Lance. I see a lot of Lance. L. Marshall says Timmy second. I don't think Matt had a bad season. I don't, th- I don't think he had a bad season. I just think, you know, it's Lance. So Yeah, it's, 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 it's yeah. Lance. Yeah. People just say it's Lance. Like, he actually hit some threes and actually did a high. Yeah. <laughs> I see a lot of Tim Hardaway Juniors in here. The tank commander. Timmy wasn't here for the full year, though. You know what? That's actually the correct answer. <laughs> you think so? I didn't no, even that's put actually t- the correct answer. You think Timmy Timmy was the tank commander? No, like, yeah, I would pick Timmy after, every, after everybody on his list. Because I have, tri- I have, like, I think I was most frustrated with Timmy more than anybody else on the scene, but he's not here anymore. Yeah. So I'm, I'm left, to, like I'm, I'm left to pick between Frank, who's only been here for 42 games, Lance, who I felt like wasn't that bad, Mario, who wasn't playing that much, but then had these crazy good moments, Moutier, who, you know, had some good times and bad times, and then mm-hmm. Kevin Knox was rookie of the month. <laughs> Yo, you know what though? It, this might surprise you, Jay Ellis. Mm-hmm. My tank commander's Kevin Knox, man. My tank, my tank commander's Kevin Knox, man. I think uh, the stats show the numbers don't lie. You know, yes, he's a rookie. I put that caveat out there. He's a rookie. I expect him to be better in the in the future. But statistically speaking, his defensive uh, plus minus, real plus minus, ranked him the third worst defender in the whole league. Offensive, plus, real plus minus, ranked him in the bottom, the basement of the league as well. Uh, his passing numbers also ranked him among one of the worst rook in amongst rookies. And his de- like I said, his defenses numbers were were abysmal. Uh, Kevin Knox is my tank commander, man. Kevin Knox is my tank commander. Unfortunately, you know he's only nineteen, as they say. But just calling a spade a spade, you know. The, the, oh, the Knicks, man. the Knicks were six points better with him off the floor, you know. And I'm not in all these advanced, you know, metrics and all that. But you know, if you look at him in aggregate, he didn't, you know, statistically, it, it wasn't good. He he was one of the the highest usage players with the yeah. worst shooting percentage, a true shooting percentage. And that's not good. That's not a good formula. That that's I not a good formula. It. I guess. I guess. I get it. I guess so. Yeah. Like yeah. some. Oh man. I want to say. See, I want to say Mario, but then Mario blocked LeBron. <laughs> you giving Mario cool points, bro? Yo, he blocked LeBron. Like he blocked LeBron. If yo dead dead ass, if he didn't, if that last month of 
that last month of basketball saved me from putting Mario on there, y'all. Because he blocked LeBron and had a triple-double. So then... <laughs> and, and, and the Giannis dunk. And the Giannis dunk. So yeah. I'm just like, can I put him on... Can I... Mm. <laughs> Ari says Tim Hardaway Jr. set He set the tone for the tank commander. You know, you Yo, know Ari, you know, Ari oh, was... I would have put, put Tim on this list so bad. Uh, Ari, Ari uh, he, he takes his Tim Hardaway Jr. shots as soon as, the best way he can, man. Any I, chance I he gets. I vote for Tim, yo. <laughs> I feel like Listen, he, if, if, Tim. if Tim was here all year, I could easily see it. But I got to give it to Knox, man. He was here all year. He, he played a damn near every game. And, uh, you know, yeah, he was Rookie of the Month in December. Had a good December. Had a fairly good March. Had a good April. But the, the numbers the, the numbers just weren't there, JLs. I, th- I think Knox, Knox was the tank commander, man. Knox, Knox was the tank commander, man. In my opinion, in my opinion. That, that's all I'm saying. What, what do you guys think of the chat? Yeah, you know, I'm not saying he's not going to get better. I'm just talking about just on the surface for this season. Statistically, Knox was the tank commander, man. Knox was the tank commander, in my opinion. Just me. Just my opinion. Moody won us the Bucks game. And Moody won us a couple games, man. Moody won us, won us a couple games. You went toe to toe with that, that Zach Levine game, Battle of the Tanks. Remember that mm-hmm. one? It's like a Game of Thrones yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Battle of the Tanks. You know what I mean? I vote the. I I vote the Hardaway game. Okay. That, that's what's up, man. Shout out to everybody in the chat once again. Hit that thumbs up button for your boys if you enjoyed the show. If you're a diehard Knicks fan, man, hit that thumbs up button. We got over 130-something people on my side. No JL's got quite a few. Hit that thumbs up button. We need your support. This is how you support the show. I'll give you guys a little secret. The more you engage, the more you chat, the more you share these videos, and the more you like these videos and subscribe, the more these videos get promoted on YouTube. The more Knicks fans see this on YouTube and the more Knicks fans come in here, the more Knicks fans call us up. So it's all a cycle. That's why you guys drive this show. You guys make this show what it is. And without that support, we can't, you know, get as many people as we would like to in here and make that really make the show uh, better and better each time. So that's why we rely on you guys to, to help us spread the word and, 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 you know, let it be known that this is where the fans need to be. Word and my my chat don't like Mario. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, no, no, no Mario fans in the nick of time show side. Okay, mm-hmm. that that's what's up, man. Your chat don't like Moody. They revolting because of your Moody. Yeah, your Moody plea. Yeah, they did. <laughs> they they bail they bail fast on the on the Moody deal, man. That was a revolt. They bail fast. <laughs> Manolo says compounding. That's what the that's what the word is. You know, the word is definitely compounding. So. um yeah, yeah, how come Moody couldn't throw a lob to Mitch to, Mitch to save his life? That's a good question, man. That that's a good question. He can throw one to to uh, DeAndre though. Yeah, having a Moody game. He I can't. Mean, he to, can't uh, get Mitch active. He he cannot get Mitch active. You know. Hopefully, we won't have to worry about that next year. Yeah. Fingers <laughs> crossed. F- we'll see, fingers we'll see crossed. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, just before we wrap up, real quick, anybody in the NYC area? Next Thursday, a week from today, Money Mitch, the MVP of our season, will be at the NBA store. The first rookie of the class, J. Ellis, 
to have a public yeah. appearance at the NBA store, put some respect on his name, round of applause for Money Mitch, Block Nest Monster, Mitch please. He'll be there 4.30 to 5.30. Uh, fans who purchase $30 or more in, in merchandise will receive an autograph pass. So I guess you buy stuff at the store, you'll be able to um, get an autograph from Mitch. You buy $30 worth of stuff. Um, I've been told we should have an opportunity to get Mitch on an interview. So for you guys in the chat, Join the, the Twitter group with your questions. We'll try to get... I don't know how much time you're going to be able to get with them. I'll try to get one or two questions from the chat. So if you guys want to participate, you know, I want to get at least one or two questions from the chat. Shout you guys out um, when we do the interview with Mitch. So throw some questions in the Twitter group. If you're not in the Twitter group, you need to share this video on Twitter with the hashtag PostGameNYK. We'll add you to the Twitter group. And you guys can get your, uh, your your Mitch questions in there. So we'll see. Fingers crossed. But we, we likely will get an interview with Mitchell Robinson from the NBA store during the meet and greet. So um, I'll keep you posted on that. So if you guys are there, look out for me there. Uh, Jay Ellis, um, Knicks Fan TV, Dave will be in the building as well, man. Definitely. So uh, Jay Ellis, with that being said... Let me kick it over to you, man. Unless you have anything else, let's let's uh, wrap it up. All right, all right. Um, yeah. So uh, like and subscribe, please like and subscribe. Didn't have a show this week, <sighs> unfortunate circumstances. Matt really excited to have a show, but we sh- I think we are recording on Easter Sunday because we only record Sundays. So hopefully we'll have a show on Tuesday. So definitely look out for that. Also look out for my own video I'm putting out. Um. Yeah, definitely up for that as well. And you know what? Follow me on social media. I am on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. All links are in the description. And yeah, that's it. Back to UCP. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, Jay Ellis, bro. And um, good show as usual, man. Good show as usual, man. And shout out to everybody that joined us. Little impromptu live stream. We felt like, you know, the streets were talking. The streets wanted to talk next basketball, next offseason. So I uh, just want to jump on here and catch up with you guys. Shout out to everybody that came in and joined us. Once again, Mitchell Robinson at the NBA store. Next Thursday, 430 to 530. Buy $30 worth of merchandise and you'll get an autograph from Mitch. In terms of this show, once again, join the Twitter group. It's a real dope conversation, a little post-game conversation. Share this video on Twitter with hashtag PostGameNYK, and we'll add you to the Twitter chats. Definitely a good time to keep the conversation going. Get your Mitch Please t-shirts, the Mitch Please merch video. In video description has all the links to the Knicks Fan TV store. I got more designs in there as well. Hoodies, um, shirts. Women's, men's, babies, whatever you need, just let me know. Catch up on this show in audio format. If you're at work and you can't watch YouTube, if you can listen, go to Spotify, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher. On the Knicks Fan TV, you will find the audio format of this show. Usually later on tonight or early in the next morning, you'll find that uh, in there, man. So once again, appreciate everybody for joining us. Um... JLs, we gotta do the the play ratings. Play ratings will be the next show. Play report cards um, sometime 
maybe schedule that maybe next week or something. All right. Um, if you're around, we'll do that. A lottery show coming up May 14th. We're about four weeks away from the lottery show. Make sure you guys tune in. We'll be watching it live. We'll be talking through it, listening to your, your reactions to the lottery. Uh, and two tickets to the NBA draft. We're going to give away two tickets to the NBA draft that night, so you don't want to miss that show. Once again, appreciate everybody for joining Above the Rim. Mike Morgan, BKB, thanks for coming through. Uh, JL, so you got in your chats you want to shout out? Oh, man. What's going on? Zeta Troop, I see you. Depleasy uh, TV, man. I see you over here, Wilson. I see you, Bodega Wi-Fi. Yep. I see you, man. The shells. What up? What's going on? MPPM, appreciate it, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Enzo 954, Will from LI. Always in here. Love you, Will. All right. Uh, new, I, I, said I see some new names in here, too, as well. Okay. City Accents, what's going on, man? Okay. Yeah. That's oh, you something. gotta shout out Michael Parker for the chat. Too. Yeah, my yo, Michael Parker, man, always in here. Michael Parker, number one fan of the show, hands down. JL is always so supporting us, holding us down every show. He says uh, DeAndre knows Katie's coming, so he's all in. <laughs> See, man, time time will tell, man. But appreciate Michael Parker for the support, man. So uh, we'll check you guys uh, next week. I'll schedule the next stream. And shout out to everybody that called, and and shout out to all the new new watches, man. Subscribe to the channel. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.